You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Rated E for everyone, 10 and up. This is that story show. Don't even think. (laughs) Don't even think about changing that channel. Hey! This is that story show, people. Hey, he was cooking pizza. I turned into a bat. I flew into this lady's house. I left her some guano. Hey, how you doing, podcast people? This is That Story Show, where we're telling hilarious real-life stories and inviting you to do the same. This is episode 287. I am your host. My name is James Kennison. This episode is brought to you the week of March 7, 2019, and my good friend is here. Hey, I'm John, and I have an iPod. Awesome. Yeah. Really? An iPod? I actually still have that iPod that I got many years ago. I think it's generation two or three. I have a generation five. Is that the one that that had the touch circle that you didn't have to move? Mm. It just was. Right. Yeah. Yes. I still have mine. And I remember when I got it, I brought it to a, a friend who appreciated Apple products. And he said that that thing was sexy. I look at it now, and there is nothing sexy about it. I don't know what changed. I don't know what has gone wrong. About 15 years. It looks the same as it did then, but it just doesn't. <laughs> it looks old. You know? It looks dated. Mm. I don't know. Soon it's going to be looking classic. I hope so. That's and, why I'm holding uh, on to it. You know, I still have my, uh, 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 not a Cassiopeia. I have a... Uh, Oh, what do you call it? They, they were green and they touch. You had touch writing and and all this mm. stuff. I can't remember. Maybe it was oh, a, a Palm Pilot. Palm Pilot. I yes. still have the original Palm Pilot. Um, yeah, with the charger and everything. Dude, yeah, that might be worth something someday. Someday, probably never. But anyway, we always start with an opening story, and this one's called Dad Joke Alert. It comes to That's us the from name of the story. Yes. So just, it's also a warning. It doubles as a warning. 
Matthew Z says, my sister, a middle schooler, was riding in the car with my dad. My dad, who we will call Zebra. No, no, we won't. I'm not going to do that. Um, My dad, who we will call Zebra. There we go. Zebra. Zebra is funny. So when they passed a graveyard, he said a dad joke. He said, I heard that people are dying to get into that graveyard. And my sister, (laughs) who wasn't paying attention, said, wow, what's so special about it? (laughs) Matthew says, let's see if you get it. First thing my dad did when he got home was tell everyone in the house, Matthew Z. You know what that sounds like to me? Sounds like a little bit of middle school drama. Uh, uh, um, Dang it. Uh, move out of the way, stupid. Um. But dad jokes are like that, you know? They're, they are. I, I've, I've been told I'm a dad joker. Like, that my jokes are, um, are funny, but not real funny. Like, they're painful funny. Uh, and I just, your delivery. I remember, yeah. I think what happens just in defense of dads and dad jokes is when we're, when, when our kids are young and they idolize us, we are the most hilarious people they have ever met in their life. And then as they grow yes. up and they see media and television and they meet real stand up comedians and they laugh at the likes of Jeff Gaffigan, Jeff Gaffigan, Jim's, uh, unknown brother. Uh, and and Brian Regan, uh, then they come back to us and hear our jokes, and they're like, "Oh wow, you know what? You're still funny because of memories and my love for yeah. you." But and I'll laugh, but man, your jokes are no longer funny. Yeah, today. you are dad now, and dad is not yeah. as I don't worship dad like I used to. So, um, I, I I my point is that kids change, not their yeah. dads. I'm still as funny as I was at th- when she was three. I, I have an opposite of view on that. Okay. And that is that as, as we deal with the stresses and uh, frustrations of our children growing, um, we actually become a little less uh, brain capacity working stuff. <laughs> well, yeah, I, just, I think it, that even, just happened to you, actually. All of a sudden, like, it just hit me. Yeah. Uh, no, you you might have a point. It, it may not be an either or. It may be a both and that that uh-huh. that we kind of slow down. I listen to old podcasts, my own old shows, and I used to talk a lot faster. And I used to not search for my words as often as I do now. Mm. And uh, you know, like like I couldn't remember a Palm Pilot, you know. But but ten years ago when I was podcasting, it was like, and I was just ninety to nothing, you know, jokes they left and right. Palm pilots were new back then. That's man. true. That's true. So maybe I am like an old four eighty six computer, and I'm winding yep. down, baby. A uh, DX or an SX, because only the two of us probably even know what that means. Uh, I think you're the only one that knows what that means. Oh, I'm familiar with modems, but. As far as computers back then, I I just bought whatever the guy at Radio Shack told me. I know a lot more <laughs> now. $2,000, sir. Yeah, you'll never need more than three megs of RAM. So. <laughs> 386 kick, 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 kilobytes. Ugh. Speaking of kicking the kilobytes, uh, let's rewind the week. Rewinding. 
Well, 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 it is that time. Um, John, would you like to go first? Yeah. Since David's not here and he would usually be first. You know, I was thinking about that, David, since you said you mentioned he had he got a promotion. He got a promotion and he's not going to be with us for a little while, Um, but it's for a good cause. He's working 12 hour days. He got a promotion, which is means he went up in the world. Um, but that often means more, you know, stuff. So I told him yeah. I'd give him a month off, uh, and then I would ask him. I said, I want permission to ask you if it's okay for you to come back to schedule a show for the next month. See how I'm see how I'm sliding yeah. in there in a very unstressful way. Thank yeah, you. that's that's pretty cool. Like, I'm asking permission to ask permission to book him again. So. I think that's that's probably should go in like a leadership book somewhere. I I think it is. Yeah. I think I probably took it from one, but um, it it's just called seed planting. I'm gonna plant the seed, and then I I've already done that, and then I'm gonna water it in about a month's time, and mm-hmm. then I'm gonna harvest it a month later. Sounds so, kind of inception like. It it is. It sounds very Ooh. farmerly, if that's a mm-hmm. word. It, it, if it's not, uh, it, it should be now. a new social platform, farmerly. Um. <laughs> So. It's for seeds and animals. It's a and dating. Stuff. It's a dating app, John. I just made it up. I, I get to make it up, and I get to make okay. it what it is. It's it's dating app for farmers, you know. Except Farmerly. instead of posting pictures about yourself, you post pictures of your latest crops. And if you swipe right, I don't know which direction is good or bad, honestly. But I'm gonna say <laughs> on mine, you swipe right, and if they swipe right on your ear of corn, then you get. Uh, you get farmerly connection. So farmerly connection. Yep. And you can well, plant crops together, cross pollinate all sorts of ways and all mm-hmm. that. So mm. I, well, I, let me t- I, well, before you get started, I have to tell the world that I was feeling rather sleepy before the show. And I may be a little more talkative than normal because what I did is I took the strongest coffee my wife had. I don't drink caffeine. I've been off caffeine for quite a while. I mean, I'm not like religious about it, but if there's, but I don't drink caffeine as a rule, but I was Hmm. so sleepy and I went and got my wife's coffee maker and I made a a cup of coffee and I put ice in it so I could drink it. And I downed the whole thing. And now, like medicine, huh? Yeah. Now I I feel like a hyperactive eight year old. So, <laughs> just telling you, I'm feeling sparky, man. I'm feeling rather right, sparky. Man. So well, go ahead. I will go ahead, and, and the reason why I mentioned your brother and his promotion is I was thinking about his painting the door incident, and I was wondering if that's what boosted him. But we'll have to ask him that when he gets gets back, because he painted that white door black because yeah maybe that was the turning point that i think it was i mean that's another leadership thing there but that's not my weekly update my my weekly update is twofold if i may maybe three first of all i'm a little bit upset with how last uh show that i was on with you you said i don't have a weekly update and then you told a story about lemons lemons (laughs) it became something (laughs) it became a meme dude it became a meme so let me tell you how that meme somebody bought a uh, t-shirt they bought a Lemons Lemons t-shirt? Yes, I'm so happy. That's 
amazing. Yeah, there are Lemons Lemons t-shirts now available at the store. Uh, go to nlcast.com, click on store. Anyway, go and ahead. If I recall, they're like uh, they're like eight bit lemon drawings. Like yes, lemon, I lemon, made lemon, them comma. myself. They're Brilliant, not man. copied out of anything. It's all original artwork. And someone is gracing the world by displaying that across their chest. I love it. Inside jokes I, are the best. I do, and I would high five them if I ever see them. I will high five them. All right. But anyways, th- this kind of ties into my. My weekly update because uh, last week I couldn't be here because I had a big event on campus here at the school and I had to make sure media and technology was uh, doing what it needed to be done and, and all that stuff. And at the very end of it, this kid, this young man, he uh, he we had like drinks and food and stuff and he's looked over and there's there's a big thing of lemonade and big thing of sweet tea. He said, I saw lemonade over there. But I didn't see anything with lemons. Lemons. No! <laughs> I kid you not. <laughs> that is awesome! Yeah, so I will have to give a special shout out to the Fader family because all of them listen apparently and uh, they enjoy our... Hey, Fader family! Fun. Hey! Yep, the Fader fam. Hey, how you doing? Yeah, so, so shout out to I, them. I can't really hear them, but I, I'm going to just trust that they're doing great and they're enjoying hearing us say their name on the podcast. Yeah, I'm sure that they live for it. Lemons, but, uh, lemons. That's so uh, great. Uh, yeah. You know, there's people been in the chat room or the Discord server all week and they're like, what's this lemons, lemons thing? I listened to the latest episode and it's nothing referencing it. And it's like, <laughs> you, it's already two weeks old, man. We do one of these a week, you know? So mm. yeah. Lemons, lemons. But, uh, but it's awesome to hear uh, that people are, that I actually know in person in real life, listen to the show. It kind of makes me a little nervous too, but uh, yeah, hey guys. It's, Glad that they do it. it's like when I first moved to St. Louis, I mean, uh, I'm sorry, uh, St. Petersburg years ago, I was at a Chick-fil-A and, uh, I think I've mentioned this before a long time ago, but, uh, uh, one of the workers comes up to me and he goes, hi, are you James Kennison from nobody's listening? And I said, yeah, I am. And he goes, oh, hi. And then, <laughs> and then he turns around and leaves and I'm, <laughs> and I'm like, I, I want to talk to you. I want <laughs> To there are questions to be asked. Yeah, I want to know how you found the show and if you like it or not, or maybe he hated the show. And, and he <laughs> yeah, was, I just want to see your face. He was off now to to see. punch holes in pictures of my eyes, you know, and stuff like that. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Never thought of this as maybe he was an enemy. You know, mm, maybe nope. he was a spy. But I, uh, and then and then there was the time you and I were at. Uh, 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 what's it called? Uh, Dragon Con. Dragon Con, and and a guy comes up and 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 he did kind of the same thing. He was like, "Hey, how you doing? You know, blah blah blah." And we're like, "Hey, you want to hang out?" And he's like, "No." <laughs> and he just I, he just left. I vaguely remember that. Yeah, he he's. I'm like, we could do lunch or something. No, it's okay. It, That's okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you guys. Strange. You guys smell bad. That's probably yeah. the problem. You know, there's something that's attractive. On the audio side, that is not so much on right. the real life side. Right. Maybe. It's like meeting your hero. Like, ah, that one yeah. guy is too bald and the other guy <laughs> is too fat. So they don't look as cool as I imagined them. Yeah. They look nothing like their voices. That's, that's normal. <laughs> that's normal. Yeah. 
That's why right. I try to put our pictures up on the website so people can see us and be shocked yeah. and amazed at how attractive yeah, well, we are. Yeah, so. these guys should have their own TV show. That's right. We should be Rhett and Link, by God. It should oh, be. Man. Anyway, um, my weekly update is nowhere near as cool as that. Um, it, it is a joke that I played on my daughter. My daughter and I do a podcast called Red School Bus, which is based, yeah. uh, the title is based on a great uh, story that we had that came into this show. Uh, yes. Where middle schooler uh, mistook a, uh, a fire engine for a red school bus. Like a right. Why is that school bus red? Why is, that, why, why is that school bus playing out of fire? So um, we turned that. <laughs> it's basically that story show, but with me and my daughter, Jenna, and she's a natural um, and she's fun to pick on just like her mom. And so this is, uh, or what I did was I pulled out some old poetry on the, le- on the last episode, which was episode five as my weekly update on that show. And I read it to try to embarrass her. And now, so in this poetry, is this my daughter's okay. It's from fifth grade or, uh, last year. You would have thought, thought it like was pulling out Shakespeare or something like, huh? yeah. Okay. So she's, she's, uh, I, I would love to explain it, but I'd rather play it for you. So we're just going to play a, it. a little three minute clip here. Here we go. So this is right after, uh, the weekly, weekly rewind music plays. Boom. Here we go. All right. So this is where we take something from the last week or so. And I will tell you, uh, that I don't have a weekly update. <laughs> Are so, you serious? Uh, yes, I don't. You always tell me to just I make anything. I have one, but I don't, <laughs> and I don't on purpose because I am instead going to share a poem. What? <laughs> that was written, a haiku. Oh my God. What are you doing? You can hear the paper. This is my... <laughs> what is it? Was this last year's? Yes. Yeah. Okay. My daughter is about to die right now, <laughs> live. What is it? This is a haiku. Na- <laughs> the title is Pickle. <laughs> okay? There's a story behind this. I don't remember this. It, it, haikus have a certain amount of... Uh, they don't have to rhyme. Yeah, they They're, just have, they have five, syllables. seven, five. Five, seven, five. Okay, yeah. so here's the haiku. I once had a fight. And I was in a pickle. That's why I am green. <laughs> I remember now. It makes no sense. It does make sense. No, it doesn't. It definitely makes sense. She defends I it. gave Jenna a better version when she showed me this a year ago. And I don't remember what the better version was. I don't either. It but wasn't she defended as cool. this one. She defended it. And you I know what she will. did? She stuck it in the she shower. <laughs> I'm in there and I'm showering away. I look up. Next to the flipping hose or the <laughs> shower head is this haiku. <laughs> Once had a fight and I was in a pickle. That's, That's why, why I'm green. green. <laughs> it makes sense. Why would a pickle make you green? I like the idea that because, a fight makes you in a pickle, yes, because, but I don't get the why you're green part. Because pickles are green and you're in a pickle. <laughs> I <laughs> get it so, in the pickle. Yeah, I even drew a picture of uh, a guy in a pickle. Please uh, send your emails to uh, <laughs> rsbcast at gmail dot com, 
And tell me if you get this haiku. You get it. You do get it. It makes sense. No, it makes <laughs> so no sense. It makes sense. So just send us a you quick haiku uh, a vote and say, did you get it? Or do you think it's garbage? You are in a pickle. I love my daughter. Since you are in a pickle, you turn green. I don't get that part because mm. the inside of a pickle does not turn things green. Yes, it does. No. It yes. pickles them. No. <laughs> you put, okay, you do that. You put a napkin in a pickle and see what color the napkin turns, okay? Okay. I, I'm, I'm going to go one better. Let's put a human in a pickle. <laughs> and see if that's even possible. Well, it's a cartoon human. See, I oh. didn't think about that part. You better be nice or I'm going to read more. <laughs> read more of what? I've got a stack. <laughs> oh, God, and that's when I pulled out. I still have that stack right here. Yeah. Is it a real stack or did you it's just a, like pretend? It's a real paper. stack. I have several of them. I read a couple more <laughs> on that You're podcast. Wrong. And then, um, then there's a page, a full page of poetry that is, uh, you know, there's a good four or five pages worth of stuff here that I'll pull out. But uh, if you want to hear more of Jenna's poetry, some of it wasn't bad, actually. I was trying to tease her about everything, but some of it I had to say, okay, that was pretty good. Um, but the pickle one, I've, I've always disagreed with her on it, ever since last year. But yeah, go over there to RSB Cast or just look it up in iTunes or Google Podcast. Uh, Red School Bus—that's the name. It's everywhere. It's on Stitcher. It's on Spotify. It's you know every. I'm trying to get it on iHeartRadio. But if you love that story show and you possibly baby loved uh, Podcast Kid back in the day, um, this is Jenna. Except she makes more sense now. And she's a middle schooler, so it's like... Not for long. Not for long, but for now she is, and it's like, it's what that story show was meant to be, really, if you think about it, if it was completely wrapped around middle schoolers, so... Right. It's like an extended version of middle school drama. Right. And now let me ask, because we've had complaints about people thinking we're a little too PG-13 in the past... I'm assuming the red school bus is more on the PG side of. I would say it's more on the G side. G side. I've always thought of us as PG. Uh, Yeah. Everyone 10 and up. Like 80s PG. Yeah. No. (laughs) We we don't push that hard. Okay. Okay. We we don't. I mean, potty humor and stuff (laughs) is not immoral. It's not. We don't. We don't. In in PG eighties PG, you could get away with full on butts and stuff. I, I mean, we're That's not good point. We're right, not right. doing that. We're we're a good show. By gosh, we're we're not completely family friendly. Um, but for those that are ten and up, I feel like I could say yes. We we are family friendly for those ten and up. Now we are fader family f- friendly. Yes, yeah. yes, we are we are friendly for families that aren't stuck up. <laughs> that don't have sticks up their butts. So, um, I'll just have to be the judge of that. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, and then, and then, but the, the red school bus is, uh, very, uh, just naturally, just by nature of the fact that it's me and Jenna, it's just naturally family friendly. And, uh, I've had nothing but good feedback from awesome. parents and, and kids alike. 
and it's starting to get its own following and stuff like that. So uh, if you like that story show and you want more during the week, go over there and subscribe and uh, help, help, you know, help us out. Be, be part of the audience. So do it. There we go. Um, I want to tell a featured story. Okay. Let me tell y'all a story. Bum, bum, bum. Tell story. Okay, so you guys know that I used to live in a trailer when I grew up. Um yes. and I I I'm gonna be honest, I may have told this story before, but I feel like telling it again. <laughs> Do it again, man. Do it again. It just needs a new refresher course. Okay, so we lived in a trailer. It was a double wide, but it wasn't big enough for my family because it was a three bedroom. So we had one bedroom for mom and, and stepdad. We had one bedroom for two sisters who always shared a room for their entire life, poor things. And then there was a room for all the boys, which there were three of. Uh, They wanted to get more space. And so what do you do when you uh, need to expand and, and grow? You, If you're a normal family, you go out and you buy a bigger trailer. You just <laughs> buy a bigger trailer. They have them. My you, gosh, people! What were you, you uh, thinking? Passionate about this? I'm a little upset. I have <laughs> caffeine or something. But dead gummit, <laughs> buy a bigger trailer. Ah, uh, but no, of- no. What they did instead? No, they didn't do that. They went out and bought a single wide trailer, <laughs> and they backed it right into the back of the double wide trailer, and then they cut holes between the two. <laughs> what in the world? Who does that? <laughs> I'm really, really shook up about yeah, this. Yeah, that caffeine's affecting it, you. It is. It's exciting me a little bit. But how ridiculous! I used to tell the story as if it was normal. That's not normal. <laughs> I know well, in some parts of the neighborhoods it is, buddy. No, no, because what happens? All right, the top of a double wide. If you've ever seen them going down the road, they have a peaked roof. The the two right. halves meet at a peak. Okay, mm. so that's going down. But a single wide trailer has a peak running down the middle as well, even though they're not. Right. It's not split in half. So water is going down between the two trailers, and where you cut the dumb holes through and didn't ever finish it or nothing, <laughs> water is just pouring in. And the worst, the worst enemy of trailers besides myself is water. Because everything is made out of particle board. And, That's right. And and water just turns it into wet cardboard. It really does. Mm. Um, I, I know we told the story about being up on top of this roof one night, and we were patching it with tar. And my sister got electrocuted because she was holding a, a light. With a yes. and she sat down and I thought she had a spider on her, so I started hitting her with my broom. I don't even need to go <laughs> through that. But how ridiculous is that? That my sister got electrocuted on top of a trailer, <laughs> holding a metal light with a, a extension cord. I don't. Uh, Grounding uh, herself out on the metal roof. Yes, and- yes, and my mom was able to save her. She was barefoot. She was able to save her life. 
because she has so much tar on her feet (laughs) (laughs) that it didn't affect her when she grabbed the live wire from my sister. Anyway, Mm. there's not many things my sister remembers about childhood. She has blocked it out. Unlike me who, you know, I I just kind of make fun of it and, and just sit in awe of it all. She blocks most of it out, but she still remembers what it was like to cook up on top of that stinking single wide trailer that we were trying to mud together uh, with tar and tar paper. But that's not even the point I wanted to make. (laughs) There was I, I got stuck in the trailer. Okay, they ripped out the kitchen. They ripped out the cabinets. They ripped out whatever was left of the living room. They put a wood burning stove in there, which is a great idea. For a trailer, an old, nasty, rickety old trailer that wasn't even the same age as the rest of it. They tore the carpet out all the way down to the bare floor, and they (laughs) never finished it. It was just this nasty, single-wide trailer stuck on the back. And I lived in the back room. If you're not familiar with the way single-wide trailers are set up, typically, uh, when you walk in the door, you are in between the living room and the kitchen as you walk in uh, to your You're right to your right at the, at the front of the trailer, there would be a bedroom. And then to your left, there would be a hallway that would sometimes either be a bathroom or a second bedroom. And then in the very, very back would be a bedroom for sure. This one was just a two bedroom. Um, okay. So my parents had cut through the wall of their bathroom to, to expand it to the front bedroom of what would be the front front bedroom of the new trailer. Okay. Okay. And they never did anything with it. They never finished it. They were going to turn it into a luxury bathroom or something in a trailer. (laughs) Just buy a house. Buy a freaking house. How expensive are they? (laughs) We're making all these, these little micro adjustments to the trailer to make it like, like a real house. Let's get a real house. Anyway, I think your mom would respond to those questions right uh, now. I, I don't even want to talk to her. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right now. <laughs> James, we was doing the best we could, hon. We were just trying to make it work. We had what we had, and, and it just made sense. It just made sense. Plus, I didn't have to live back there. You did, which is my point. They stuck me. <laughs> they stuck me in the back room, behind the bathroom, down the little hallway, the little hallway had a window. It had a window. They didn't cut it out. They just took the window out because it happened to match up with the window of my brother's old room. Wow. Yeah. Just happened to match up. Now, the, So there's a little hole, a little portal yeah. between the two trailers. So, so not only am I walking in the dark in this tiny hallway, I'm also walking past a dark room full of crap. And there was literally a mountain of crap in there. In my mind's eye, <laughs> it was the silhouette of the crap looked like Jabba the Hutt sitting on his throne thing with all these people <laughs> around him. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yes. And so my mom and, and stepdad were really into demons back then. 
I don't oh, mean worshiping man. them. I mean being caught up in that there was demons in places. There's and demons everywhere. Everywhere, and they're tr- now they're they're demons. trying to get in your heart and your soul and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so I just imagine that that dark room every time I walked by was just packed full of them, ready to eat my eat my soul. Eat your. Poor but this young isn't soul. even about that. This is about that tiny little hallway because the water had fallen down so much that. The floor uh, had 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 puffed up and had just oh, caved man. in because that was it where caved in? yeah it caved in because the because it was also where the old uh, floor vent was the the return oh. vent for the entire trailer was in that hallway and that was gone there was nothing to support a big thing so so my stepdad had lovingly thrown down two or three sheets of plywood. Um, mm-hmm. that were curled up, you know, and, and not flat that I would walk over, um, every time I needed to go from my bedroom to the bathroom. So, um, that was my world. I slept in the back of this trailer and, and did I mention that the single wide trailer was actually longer than the double wide trailer? So they didn't even oh, get what? one that matched. <laughs> no. So my room had a window that stuck out. From the rest of the house, so I could just glory in the fact that I was no longer part of the family. I was just out there by myself in this in no man's land in this in this dilapidated, forgotten house. You know, I might as well demons. have been sleeping twenty miles from them in in this empty trailer. Um, so the only way in and out of that part of the house loosely using of the term yes. was to go through your parents bathroom no 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 that was the front okay. room i'm in the back i'm in the back okay. uh, of the trailer and the only way through was this skinny hallway that would have uh been a laundry room uh, uh you know it had a place for a laundry room it had a place i'm sorry i just said that the opening was happened to be a window the opening was the back door of the trailer and they had ripped the door out and so oh. when I walked past it, I was standing at an open door that would happen to match up with a window that was torn out from my brother's oh. old room. So wow, a little bit creepier than I remembered. Uh, but anyway, every time I would want to go to the bathroom, I had to walk over these these pieces of plywood and um, and they would get wet every time it rained and they would bow just a little bit more. And I got tired of it. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to fix it. So I pulled up the the plywood and I moved it out of the way. And I took a, 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 a handsaw and I took and squared up the hole because it, no it was just a random, you know, melted mess. And I cut off all the wet parts and made it nice and square and I was able to drop down and get under the trailer oh, man. and look up and see that, oh, you know what? If I just put a two by four and attach it here, um, I can put wood on top of it and it'll work. I didn't know. What? I didn't know anything about fixing floors or anything like that. Right, you just were weighing it. How old were you? Uh, I was in high school. This would have been ninth or ninth or tenth grade. Really? But I Is didn't. That... But I didn't know anything. Okay. I, I was I was a young high schooler. I was very young, uh, right. much like my son is a young eleven year old. Uh, 
So anyway, <laughs> looking back, my my first problem was I did not tie the joist in to the floor joist properly. Uh, ah, right. These days, I would have made it. Uh, I would take. I would have taken the hole. And I would have added about two feet on each side of the replacement board, and I would have nailed them or lag bolted them into the joist on each side. You know what I'm saying? You right. feel me? And then yeah. I would have added some reinforcements on the edges wherever the the patch uh, would have touched. I would have made sure that there was support there, uh, even if I had to put some cross members in that were going between the joists. So that, that, that this piece of wood, but I didn't know to do all that. So what I, my mind was telling me is just fill in the gap. You know, yeah. that's what S- S- Superman did when he, when he saves the people on the train, he just jumps down. He puts his feet and his hands on each end of the track and he kind of right. completes the circuit. So to he speak. Does, right. And they rolls right over his back, which I'm sure is wonderful. Feels great. And, um, uh, yeah, you need a massage. The man of steel, you know. Yeah, yeah, a little, a little massage. And right. so I cut a piece of wood exactly the right size, and I toenailed it in there. That is a term that means I nailed it at a really weird angle to try to get it to fit. It, it's a technical term you wouldn't understand. It's it's right. only toenail. for people that grew up white trash like me. I know so, what toenail is. So then I stuck a piece of wood on top that I cut by hand. And I nailed that down to my new joist. And I stood up, proud of my work. So I was looking forward to being able to walk through that area without getting splinters, without tripping on the curled up edges of these boards, this wet mess that it had been. And so I tentatively, if that's the right word, I, I, I put my foot out and I stood on the part that I had fixed, the patch. And proud of yourself, no doubt. Proud of myself um, as I was falling because oh. it didn't even do do a thing where it like <laughs> held for a second. It did not hold for a millisecond. I might as well have just put a freaking piece of, of wrapping paper <laughs> over the hole and then stood on the wrapping paper. And I'm not talking about Hallmark wrapping paper. I'm talking about Walmart cheap as anything wrapping <laughs> paper, wrapping yeah, paper. <laughs> that just tears if you breathe on it i should have just done that i mean hours of work and and stress and pressure and being underneath and sweating and cutting what? and sawing and it fell did i mention that this was near an opening that had been cut out of the side they, they, they had ripped the door out of the thing so as i'm falling which would be about four feet, at least, at least, yeah, to the ground. Um, I reach up naturally to try to grab stuff to keep myself from falling, and I grab the raw metal edge of that door. I'm imagining that I'm not being heard right now. I, I'm catching like every uh, fifth to tenth word. I'm and then sorry. We talking like that. It was weird, man. Anyway, like I was saying, I grabbed the raw metal edge <laughs> of the thing. Um, Why? Well, I didn't. I, I say I grabbed no. it. I reached up. Um, imagine I'm okay. You're standing on 
a piece of wrapping paper. And this is yep. super slow motion because it's holding you for just a blink of a millisecond. And then gotcha. you start to fall. Your hands turn palms facing your stomach. Then you bring them up with your pointer finger and your thumb touching, almost like you're doing some sort of religious thing. And then you spread your arms as you're falling. The backs of your hands still, for some reason, facing outward. And that's how you try to grab something. So the back of your uh, hand is what hits everything yeah. instead of the front. And a big, giant uh, oh, uh, shard of, of metal hooked into the end of my right pointer finger just under the first knuckle it stopped when it hit the bone and it went all ah. the way up <laughs> till it hit my fingernail and then it came back out and just ah. left a little scratch on the fingernail and it laid open what it was it, you can tell when you need stitches cuz the cut ah, the cut yeah, lays yeah, yeah. open you know it's like gravity can can take the edges and hold yeah, it open. Just kind of mm, so okay. um, laid open. You could have used a different word, I think. Yeah, to make me not feel like I'm going to lose things right now. So I wrapped it with tape and 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 toilet paper because that's what you do when you did something stupid and you don't want your stepdad to know. And um, oh, I wrapped it up good. I wrapped it up tight, and I put those pieces of wood back over the hole. <laughs> that my stepdad had kindly given me. And uh, <laughs> I, I, I actually, to explain to my friends what had happened, because I knew I had a story to tell, I actually drew my finger on the bandage that I had concocted, and I drew the, the size and shape of the hole that was in my finger so that folks uh -uh. would know. And to this day... I still have a, a nice scar, a nice little line. You never got stitches? Scar? No, never did. Never Holy did. Why would we do that? Why would we do that? Why we, we don't even care about where we live. Why would we care about our kids and their safety? I was too scared of getting in trouble to tell anybody. I just healed the old-fashioned way. They never even questioned you like, hey, how come you got that Band-Aid on your hand? I don't think they did. Oh, geez. It wasn't a great childhood. I'm I'm just telling you firsthand. You know, you, you grow up in the back of a of a of a gutted, nasty trailer, and that's where they put you to sleep. You know. It, it, you sleep back here, buddy. Yeah, exactly. Don't let the bed bugs bite. Don't let <laughs> Jabba the Hut demons, you know, don't let them don't let them get you. Yeah, no, this oh. is this is the same house that my brother said, because uh, I think he it was the same house. And I think he ended up staying there after I left in there and uh, and he had a possum come up through the vent. <laughs> that was your brother. Yeah, I thought that was another story. <laughs> no, it was David. And he he washed it down with hot water. Like just to get it out of there. Oh right, it was in the. That's right, it was it in the bathroom. Came up in the bathroom vent. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I've told man, that that's... one recently. So, anyway, I don't have a cool name for this story, uh, other than the finger scar. Maybe I don't know, but um, that that's just a little window. That was almost a GOK. 
almost a GOK because my my Gospel of Kennison show is me venting about my life and my beliefs and all that kind of stuff. And this kind of had that same feel to it, you know? Yeah. Like I was able to get it off my chest because uh, to this day, I still don't like things that aren't fixed. And I fix things, man. I fix them right Dang. away. And it's such a blessing. I mean, the other day, my, my truck, one of the bearings was going out. And so it was whoop, 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 going down the street. And I asked my wife, you know, hey, it's going to cost this much to get it fixed. Can we get it fixed? She says, yes. I'm 45 years old. It still floors me when, when I hear, yes, we can get your car fixed. And I went and got it <laughs> fixed. Now it's not wobbling anymore. I'm driving down the street and I literally praise Jesus for this. I know he didn't fix it. I know he didn't do it, have any, you know, really anything to do with it. But when you've been depressed, like I have anytime yeah. you feel good, that is a freaking gift. And yeah, so man. I've gotten to where I praise him for everything, like dumb stuff. And Amen, I, man. And I'm sure he's getting annoyed by it. He's like, there are people, <laughs> there are people at church that are, have candles burning and incense and they are dressed in a prayer shawl and they are doing a lot better job at this thing than you are when you're, when you're pooping on the toilet and, and thanking me because you just thought of it. Yeah. <laughs> what? I don't know. Sometimes I pray on the toilet. The Is, Bible says in everything, everything, give thanks, give thanks. eat or drink or poop or sleep. Or poop. That's the, I'm sure Paul would have put that in there if he thought about it. If he if he knew I'd be reading it, he would have. But uh, it's proof that I'm not <laughs> supposed to be a Christian, I guess. No. <laughs> All right. So there you go. We haven't had a a, a real featured <sighs> story for a long time. And, and mm. that took up a lot of time. So I don't know that we're going to get through all of our listener stories, but let's try. That's okay. And you know what? Even if I did tell that story before in the past, I didn't tell it like that, by gosh. No, so. it, it has a whole new uh, passion behind it. Oh. And, um, well, the ridiculousness wow. of fun. the whole thing just uh, and, and I don't remember it, me. honestly. I remember you talking about that yeah i think i just mentioned it as a side story one time but my i mean now that i'm a father and i have kids that age you know i got somebody about to go into ninth grade and i put them in this don't hear you (laughs) it's okay i have kids now that are the age i was then and i put myself in and them in these situations me Ah. me as the parent them is the kid. And I realized, you know, when you're going through it yourself, it's not a big deal. But when you realize, you realize the ridiculousness of it, when you put your own kids in there, I wouldn't, if there was a hole in the hallway, you know, my kid is getting out of the shower. (laughs) He has a towel on. He's walking down the hallway on a slippery piece of wood next to the freaking Jabba demons from Hades. I'm going to help him. I'm gonna and a razor wall, apparently. Even if I'm poor, I'm going to hang a sheet for the poor kid so he doesn't have to look at the demons, okay? That's the first <laughs> thing I'm going to do. I'm going to hang a freaking sheet up for the, for the demons so they can be kept at bay, okay? Wow. 
And then for for the floor, I'm literally going to take 20 minutes out of my day and I'm going to reinforce it with some two by fours and throw down a piece of plywood. And, and so, you know, and, but, Oh no, that's not how we did it. So yeah, I kept my cut finger to myself. Okay. But anyway, we're gonna, we got listener stories. I've already hit the button. It's time to quit talking about me. And let's do it. Let's talk about um, other things. John, read us a story. I got while a story. I, while, while I calm myself down. Okay. Maybe this one will calm you down. Woo! This was from our, our good friend, Carrie Wright. Coffee. And, uh, yeah. I <laughs> love it. <laughs> um, this is titled My Dad. So it starts off Dear James, who has the best grossed out, high pitched voice ever? Yes. I will agree. I will agree. And John, who has the best fart giggle? <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> My name is Carrie. And I'm from Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Is that three different places? Because I'm not sure. I'm just kidding. I know my geography. I don't. It's city, state, yeah. country? City, province, country. Oh, okay. Yes. Gotcha. Because they have provinces up there, eh? Hey. I recently discovered your show. Wow, this must have been a little while ago. Yeah, this is an old one. Okay. It was the first time she ever wrote in. She's a big fan, big supporter, yeah, yeah. Uh, big is. Patreon supporter. I don't mean she's yeah. a big fan, like, you know, size-wise. I just mean she's a a great fan. How about that? She's a great fan. She's a great big fan. Great listener. I'm going to digress because I don't want it to mess it up. Um, anyhow, she writes to us in her newly discovered state of finding our show. I recently discovered your show, and it's my new favorite podcast to listen to on my commute to and from work. She has a lot of catching up. Yeah. I have a story that my mom loves to tell about me when I was little, and hopefully it will pass a cleanliness requirement. Eh. I guess it finally did pass a cleanliness requirement. It seems to be in line with some of the bathroom humor that I've heard on your show before, so I'm hopeful. I don't remember this actually happening, so I'm not certain how old I was at the time, probably around two or three years old. My dad and I had gone out to a fast food joint to get some lunch. It was Saturday. And it was the 80s. Oh, man, I love it already. Yeah. Wow. So my dad was wearing sweatpants. Wait, does that mean it was in the 80s, like temperature-wise? No, they don't. No, sure. no he was wearing they, sweatpants, man. He's wearing sweatpants. Wearing workout gear was was hip back then, as it is now, except it was a lot it looser is. fitting back then. Yeah. There's a lot more cotton back then. Now it's all lycra and... Yeah. It's, it's ridiculous tight. now. I've, uh, yeah, well, there's a whole nother show as a small child, <laughs> as a small child, I was obviously much shorter than my dad about waist height on him. Yeah. I turned and grabbed around his leg and accidentally grabbed my dad, so to speak. Quote unquote, my dad, <laughs> quote unquote, my dad. <laughs> oh man. That's why the, the, the story is called my dad. Because <laughs> she she grabbed her dad, so to speak. So to speak. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Mm-hmm. We'll just leave it at that. Apparently, my childlike mind made the only connection that made sense at the time. So I proceeded to ask him in a less than subtle voice, Daddy, poo-poo in there? <laughs> Daddy, is it poo-poo in there? Mm-hmm. I don't understand. Now, if currently, I'm, anyway, clearly my father was mortified. And to this day, my father will refuse to wear sweatpants. 
pants, either in public or at home. There you go. Uh, <laughs> man, if that was the way to cure people from wearing some of the workout clothes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Carrie Wright, thank you so much for that and for your patience in the time it took us to read it. But yeah, nowadays, goodness gracious, when, when everything's on display. <laughs> Daddy, poo poo in there. Poo poo in there. Uh, yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, there is. Yeah, there is. You know, I sorry, think, Dad. Do do women know? Do, I don't think they do. They wear these skin tight. Uh, oh, they're so comfortable. Um, the, the I can't see the, how the leggings. Okay, my wife wears them. Okay, but I have a rule in my house. My daughter wears them. Well, we have a rule in the house that your shirt has to cover your butt. Mm-hmm. And here's why, because once I was at a soccer game and these two attractive young mothers uh, were wheeling their uh, babies, they put them in the car and then they bent over to pick up uh, the stroller that they had just folded. And when they bent over, the entire backside of their leggings, whatever, went completely transparent. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Absolutely, I don't think women know that a lot of that, a lot of that, that happens. I think men are trying to keep it a uh, secret because probably. they are in, probably enjoying it. But I'm going to tell you, ladies, you need to get a full length mirror right now. You need to go into a well lit room and you need to bend over in front of your mirror <laughs> and see what's going on. Because that's what you're showing every time you reach down for the cheap deodorant at Target. That's what's oh, going on. Man. That reminds me of a story. <laughs> May I? Yes. I was, this really, really quick, I was at a Starbucks and I had just ordered my drink. And, uh, you know, they, they, they put your name on the cup and everything. They call it out and everything. And so I was waiting for my drink and this lady wearing said pants. Uh, which she didn't even have to bend over in them. They were quite transparent on their uh, own. Uh, they called my drink out and she, she took it <laughs> and then walked away. And, and, and I was like standing there waiting. And the lady behind me said, is your name John? I said, it is. And she said, that lady with no pants just took your drink. <laughs> I was like, I'm glad I'm not the only one that saw that. Oh, uh, that's why you I'm don't. I'm sorry I saw that. That's why you don't go by the by the nickname Hot Pants, John. I've told you about that. <laughs> Hot Pants? It's just not. No. It's not me. Uh, yes. Oh, mercy. I have yeah. a hate-hate relationship with those things. I understand they're comfortable, but it's like put something on top of them. They'll be yeah. just as comfortable, you know? I don't know. I don't they know. make they make a modest type ones and, and 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 I'm not judging anybody that wears them. I am. Please don't. Okay. But I yeah, I, I prefer to not, you know. Yeah, I don't want to see your business. I I just yeah. don't. I don't want to see it. If, imagine if men did this. How oh, long? No. No, how I long do you think too. it would go on? The first time the first man bent over to get something off the floor and his poo-poo was showing. <laughs> that would be it. There would be it would be on the news. It would be in every blog about how horrible <laughs> this is for the world. But poo-poo no. In there? It's, it's a double daddy, daddy poo poo in there? No. <laughs> no, honey. I mean there is now, but there wasn't before. 
gosh. All right. Um, we got a lot to read, but I'm going to, uh, we're already at um, an hour, three minutes. So let's see, see how much more we can get in. This is called okay. the last straws. Um, Cause I, I got a bone to pick with Florida over this story. It's from David from Salem, Oregon. Hello, James and John and, and guest host. I am David Anderson from Salem, Oregon. I am 15 and I have a story for that story show. In Mr. Anderson. Yeah, Mr. Anderson. In, in mid-November 2013, our family went to Orlando, Florida for a week. And during that week, wow. we visited Universal Studios and Disney World. During our days at Disneyland, which is not correct, it's Disney World. That's right. It's, Disneyland it's is actually in California. called the Magic Kingdom, if you must know. Uh, but anyway, I'll yeah. forgive that. He said he turned 10 on the 17th while they were there, you know, and, and that's pretty cool. And, and then, uh, and then his dad turned 40 on the 19th. So on my dad's birthday, we went to Hollywood studios, formerly known as, uh, oh, what was it? Uh, MGM, MGM. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. the previous day, my brother had gotten sick. So we stayed at the resort with my mom and my sister. So my dad and I are together, father and son, birthday boys at Hollywood studios around lunch. Both of us are hungry. So we go to a diner in the park. And I know which oh. one he's talking about, and it's awesome. It's like a 50s diner. The diner looks and feels like, well, there he is, from the 1950s. We're seated on a booth, and we order our food and drinks, and my dad orders a milkshake for his drink, so I order a milkshake as well, never previously knowing that it was even an option. Whoa, birthday boy. Absolutely. Double digits. After a few minutes, the milkshakes were brought to our table, but there were not any straws provided with the drinks. Wanting a straw, I asked the waiter for a straw, asking with the feebleness of a 10-year-old. He turned around when I asked. So he, he he was turned around, and he said, you want a straw? Here's a straw. And then he threw several straws on the table and walked away. My dad and what? I had a good laugh about it and then talked until our food came out. The story is still told and has received good laughs. I hope it can receive many more. James is such an inspiration. John is a good sidekick. Hey, Love thanks. the show. Would like some more in the future. This is David signing off. So um, I, I don't know about back in 2013. I don't know when the rules started, but Florida does have a law now that they do not give you a straw unless you ask mm, for it. I've heard of that. Yeah. There's even been a, a, a video that went viral of somebody pulling a cu- a, a, a a teenager over a counter over the whole thing. It was just ridiculous. What? Because he wanted a straw? Yeah, and he and he fussed and fumed and and she told him he had to ask for it, I think. And then yeah, he just there's wow. no reason to reach cross counter and snatch no. anybody. But she beat the living smack out of him. I'm gonna tell you that right now. And, wow. And, and all over a straw. So I don't know if 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 he this missed. was going on then, but either way, um if somebody wants a straw in Florida, give them a straw. Don't give them a bunch of guilt trips about it. Come on. You really are environment, man. Yeah, I know. I know. Hey. I know, but I want to be able to drink my milkshake. Okay? I want you know to I want to drink it up. You got to have a straw to drink a milkshake. You do. There are and Here's it's just it's just stupid. Here's my take on this whole straw thing. It's not the it's not my fault that the straws are winding up in the ocean because I use them. It's whoever is delivering that to Thank the you. landfill. And there that's coming from a tree hugger right there. 
John's as close to a tree <laughs> hugger as I can stand to be friends with. And I recycle my stuff. That's probably about as close as to be a tree hugger. Yeah, but you don't use chemicals on your lawn and and you guys drink like guava juice, fresh squeezed and stuff like that. <laughs> you guys are pretty like I said, you're the closest to vegan that I could be friends with. Wow. Thanks, man. You guys that are organic and all that kind of stuff. So uh, your, your opinion carries weight and I care about the environment too. But like you said, yeah, let, let's, let's make straws to where they fall apart after yeah. a certain amount of time, make them back out of paper. I don't have any problem. With yeah. That. I don't care if they fold flat and I have to use four of them to finish my yeah. drink. <laughs> Just use four of them while you're drinking your drink. You I get typically that don't like to use a straw. To be honest, if I'm at a sit down restaurant, they always yeah. bring a straw with my soda and I feel like a teenager and I don't. Yeah. <laughs> and so I take it out and I drink out of the cup. Like, I feel so manly drinking out of a straw. Yeah. So anyway, all right. Uh, so I'm going to go with this next one. Yeah, go I ahead. Wanna, okay. All right. This comes to, comes to us from Trevor in California where all they don't use straws at all either. Really? This is called the bogus. Yeah. In California. In fact, when I was out there last, I think it was a couple of years ago when I went to CVS to get something from the drugstore, I had to pay extra for a plastic bag if I wanted it. Ugh. So they, they're like anti-plastic. So they took my plastic money though. They didn't mind with that. The, the credit card that is. Yes. This is titled The Bogus Bonus. Hey there, people from the John and Other Guy Show. Wait a Whoa, second. Oh, wait. I didn't even Whoa. see that. I should have edited that <laughs> out. He, he says, I'm just kidding, but I do want to be John's disciple and do two things forever. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about it. <laughs> Laugh at fart jokes and apologize for everything. Hey, you just summarized John. That's his whole curriculum via. Wow. Right there. You know what? If everything in my life boils down to laughing at fart jokes and apologizing for everything, I guess it's your tombstone, good. man. Oh, I hope not. <laughs> he laughed at yeah. a fart joke and he apologized for everything. And then in parentheses at the bottom, it says, sorry for dying. <laughs> Dude, if that's my epitaph, I, uh, I guess I won't have to mind. Sorry. Sorry for dying. Sorry for die. That was hilarious. Please don't fart on my grave. (laughs) 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 You just gave me a great idea for a a memorial service. (laughs) Thank you. I go before you. I just have to outlive you. That's all. (laughs) Yeah, there we go. He says, on a serious note, I don't think that you get enough thanks from the people, James. You put in so much work to organize it each week and have kept the podcast going. Thank you. And I double, I want to echo that. Thank you. So that's coming from me as well. So thank you. Uh, I'm sure we've all had a moment where we cringed with sympathetic pains or laughed so hard it hurt. Thank you again. Also, I have a short story for you guys. It goes like this. One day at work with my headphones and blaring some good techno, the assistant at my work stepped into my cubicle and said, I have your bonus. Bonus? I was about to ask when she said quickly again, at the front desk, I have your bonus. <laughs> I hope she didn't sound like that. Sorry if she did. That's all I could make out with my headphones in because, you see, I was listening to some amazing techno. She yeah. disappeared just as quickly as she came in. A bonus. That sounds great. Who doesn't like more money? Huh. Did I hear that right? I took out my headphones and went to go ask her at the front desk where, where what she had said. 
Oh, she said non- nonchalantly, I just gave you the updated phone list at your desk. Boo. Phone list? That was quite a stretch from bonus. Yes. However, I can see where the, yeah. Yeah. But when I sounded it out, they do sound similar. And when you're wearing headphones, listening to amazing techno, that's what it comes out to be. Love what you guys are doing with the show. Thank you so much, Trevor from California. Thanks for a great story, Trevor. Sorry about your bonus phone list. Your phone list. (laughs) I said your your phone list is two doll hairs. (laughs) (laughs) Doll hairs. She probably was like, why is he so excited to get his new phone list? He's getting a <laughs> phone list, and it's $50,000. Dollars. $50,000? Oh, gosh. This is called Subcon- Subconscious Spender by Lucas Kirk. He said, I woke up in the middle of the night on Friday. I looked at my phone to check the time. To my dismay, I found several attempted charges to my debit card. They were all made to a company in the state of Georgia. Out of the seven attempted transactions, two were good and the other five were denied because of wrong information. I immediately reported the fraud to the bank. And as a result, my card was immediately deactivated. Frustrated by this, I tried to go back to sleep. Anyways, when I noticed my, I tried to go back to sleep anyways, but then I noticed my wife wasn't in bed next to me, unable to fall asleep. I decided to check on her. I found her wide awake in the living room watching TV because she couldn't sleep. And when I asked her, Hey, did you make any online purchases tonight? She said, Oh, I thought I dreamed that. (laughs) (laughs) By the way, her doctor just changed her sleep medication. And one of the side effects literally is sleep purchasing. What? I didn't even know that was the thing. I got to Google that. Sleep I, I don't need to Google it. I just need to start using it as an excuse. <laughs> what is that medication so I can go do some sleep purchasing? That's right. What is this new TV? I didn't know I bought this. I must have done a sleep purchase. Yes, but if it's a sleep purchase, you might wind up with a Westinghouse. Oh gosh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I'm 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 not gonna do it on accident. I would. Oh right, right. I'm, I'm willing to lie, and I'm willing to admit it. <laughs> I'm I'm not above it. I am a liar. You're gonna spend your phone list before you. Uh... Yeah, before I get my doll hairs. So, um, we got a voicemail from uh, Camille. It's a little quiet, but it's uh, here. It is. This is Camille from Troy, Missouri, and this is my story. It is called The Slushy Catastrophe, and what that happened was me and my mom, we were driving, and it was such a hot day that day, and we found out that the Cardinals had scored over six, so it was 56 at mobile. We went to mobile, and she asked me that I want to go in there and get the drinks, and I said yes. So I went in there to go and get us some slushies, and all they had was plastic cups. So I was looking around for the styrofoam cups because the plastic cups are very easy to spill. So I didn't see the styrofoam cups anywhere, so I had to get the plastic cups. Mm. So I got a plastic cup, and I filled it with the blueberry slushie, both Mm, cups, and the floor had just been mopped. And for my luck, I walked on it, and I slipped, and it went everywhere, all over me, all over the counter, 
all over uh, the floor. Uh, and oh. it was just today that it was a lot of people at Mobile. It was at least 10 people there. So everybody was just giving me um, dirty looks because they just got finished cleaning that area. Uh. So I was covered in cold, slushy juice, mm. <laughs> and it was getting everywhere. Like I said, it was just a big mess. And so my mom, I think she saw me fall from the car and just <laughs> got out to help me clean the mess <laughs> up. And she said that she would clean up out here and I can go clean up in the restroom. So I went to the bathroom to wipe off my pants and stuff because it was just so cold. When oh, I came man. out, I saw the cups right behind the guy that was standing there. It was this guy that looked like he was from a motorcycle club or something. He was standing there the whole time. But when I got out the bathroom, I saw those styrofoam cups. So I was like, those cups were right there the whole time, and that probably would never happen if I would have just got those styrofoam cups and saw them. Yep. We just left without eating the slushy because me and my mom didn't even want one after all that work, having to clean up and out there and clean up myself mm. and everything. So that's my story. Um, thank you guys for starting up the show again. Uh, my sister told me I got so excited. I was so happy. I couldn't believe it. And, yeah, you guys have a blessed day. Bye. Oh, man. Thanks. Yeah. Gosh, that stinks to be that. That's one of my fears is going into a store and making a scene of myself. Yeah, especially in front of people. But she just, <laughs> she she just reinforced what I said about falling. When you fall, your arms meet in the they, center, slowly rise as if you are lifting your hands in worship to God, and whatever is in them just goes. <laughs> everywhere yeah so what mom saw from the car (laughs) was these two hands and these two blue slushies just slow motion like a ribbon dancer falling going backwards (laughs) leaving a trail of of icy goodness all over the place i love too the second uh, observation i made was that everybody was looking at her like they were ticked off that's because she was young That's because she was young. I I read something one time that you can tell if you're old or young by falling down. If you fall down and people laugh, or in this case, get mad, then you're young. If you fall down and people ask if you're okay, then you're old. Oh, dang. So I fell straight up just the other day. Out of uh, getting my hair cut, I mentioned it on the show, and the lady came <laughs> out and asked if I was okay. So I'm old. Uh, I guess so. I'm gonna have to f- go fall down in the store somewhere yeah. and you know just, face my fear. Just bust it, man. <laughs> See what happens. But also, I want to say that, that this was all the biker man's fault. He, she couldn't have gotten those uh, styrofoam cups if she wanted to, because yeah. Mister Mister Man was guarding them. Apparently. He probably hates styrofoam too, and he would have judged her for using. That's them. right. You don't get a straw, and you ain't using these styrofoam cups. Who do you think you are, kid? Oh man, styrofoam. Well, we got two more stories. Let's do them. Let's do them. Let's, do them. We haven't done a long show in a while. I feel like yeah. I feel like the people deserve it. So read us Zupu, John. I'll read it along with my caffeinated self and your caffeinated self. Woo! Uh, I think he just, uh, he think he just, uh, are you you still there? I'm still there. I just, I was leaning back. I'm going to read a story called Zupu and uh, we're both caffeinated. So we should enjoy this. Yeah. Yes. It comes to us from James the Great. 
which sounds a little pretentious, but I'm okay with that. I, Hello, I, that I, story I, show. I write into my own show once in a while. What just Is that okay? Yeah. And I can't imitate your voice because it's it's forbidden <laughs> within my coding. I so. would love to hear somebody do me. That would be crazy. You know, I would love to hear somebody uh, <laughs> do my voice as well. Actually, no, I wouldn't because I would be all sad. Like, I sound like that, really? <laughs> yeah, oh, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, all right. But this ahead. comes to us from James the Great, which could also be you. It says, hello, that story show and those story listeners, which could lead us to another topic about what we call ourselves. Yes. But that's yes. okay. It is I, James the Great. Yeah, that was a little bit too fancy. This is his words, not mine. Let me say, let me set the scene. This one fateful day, I decided to go to the zoo, the Hoggle Zoo, to be exact. Hoggle? That is. From, from, Hoggle. Hoggle. If it's Hoggle, that's from Labyrinth, man. I don't know. Hoggle? Yeah. Or Hoggly? It's H, it's H O G E. I'm sorry, H O G L E. Yeah. Doesn't matter. It's a zoo. I'm going to have to Google it. It's a zoo. I mean, a zoo's a zoo, right? Yeah. It was a standard zoo visit with giraffes, elephants, monkeys, and other animals. Standard. Everything was going fine. Yeah. The typical mammalian things. Yawn. Yeah. Oh, look, another animal. One of the coolest parts, though, uh, of this certain zoo was in one of the buildings. They had this big open room where you stood on these bridges a foot or two off the ground and could look down at the turtles in little ponds. Aren't they cute? And uh, look up and see these nice trees filled with birds. It was pretty cool. So I was looking around, little little around nine-year-old me, uh, when suddenly what you knew what going wait, I'm sorry, what you knew was going to happen happened. <laughs> suddenly, my head felt warm. Oh yeah. And I heard a little splat. Mm. I, not thinking of anything better to do, reached up into my hair. For the record, I have thick hair. So it wasn't really uh, nearly as bad as it could have been, but nonetheless, my hand came back down brownish, white, and sticky. Hey, do you know what is brown and sticky? A stick. Um, (laughs) Sad trombone. Oh, wait, that's the wrong one. I'm sorry. (laughs) There we go, my bad. (laughs) Brown and sticky. You didn't even give us the dad joke alert. I know, I know. We might have to come up with a new soundbite for that. I'm sorry. Uh, So he had a brown and white sticky hand coming down from his head. In retrospect, a little like a toasted marshmallow. (laughs) (laughs) hold on hold on somebody emailed me today and said this week actually and said that they had help for us when we gag on the show they said if you take your thumb and you push it into the palm of your hand then it will help your gag reflex so i'm going to have you reread that Okay. Uh, and I'm going to see if it works. Okay. So okay. I'm pushing right. hard. Here we go. All right. So, but nonetheless, my hand came back down brown, white, brownish, white, and sticky in retrospect, like a toasted marshmallow. Hey. Like a stinky, smelly, <laughs> toasted marshmallow that was oozing. I, I think it's working. I, I, I really, I don't know if it's a placebo effect. I don't know huh. if it's, if it's just that I'm concentrating on what I'm doing. Um, hmm. It, it, but toast, yeah, 
So, like, what if I explain <sighs> how the toasted marshmallow ran between oh, his I, 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 I stopped. I stopped. <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, yeah, that's what it looked like. Uh, but thank goodness, again, I did not make that comparison. I sat there for a tiny fraction of a second, my mind churning. Then it dawned on me. Why does my sidewalk have white splotches? Yeah. Why is my hair a white splotch? Why are these firemen on a red school bus? <laughs> Bingo. <laughs> bird turds. There you go. <laughs> Same logic. Fun to say. Bird turds. Bird turds. That sounds like it should be a song, bird turds. Bird turds. It's fun to say, but the enjoyment ends there. Sorry to say. But thanks to my mom, baby wipes save the day and my head and my nice thick hair. Uh, but to this day, I don't stand directly underneath the birds. And that is exactly why. Yep. Thanks for having my story and, and know that I got plenty more. Listen to you later. James the Great. James the Great. Thank you so much James for your story. And uh, yeah, thank you for toasted marshmallows. That, that one got me <laughs> until I did the trick. I wish I could remember the person that, that, that sent the trick. It was a middle school female, I believe. Really? Uh, yeah. And I, I typically wow. don't reply to every email. I probably should, but I don't ever. I, I, I'm just uncomfortable emailing people directly that are young, you know? So right. uh, if, if it, maybe I'll reply, but if they reply back, I usually won't reply back back, you know? That right. that way, unless I CC a parent or something, it's just <laughs> it's just it's just safe. It's smart, you know. All right, so it's this, like having a private conversation, but if it's if it's on Facebook and it's just replies to their right. comments, then it's it's yeah, that's everybody different. Could, everybody's in the room there. So. Well, even when I was a kids <laughs> pastor, I would send letters to my kids, but it was always postcards. That way, right, mom right. and dad could read it before they even handed it over. So right. no secrets, no problems. No uh, weirdness. Speaking of problems, this is, story is called Mom Fight, and it's our last story. <laughs> oh, man, Mom Fight. Mom Fight. My wife and I scared. were at the theater watching an R-rated movie. Oh, <gasps> no. Shortly after the movie started, a mom and a dad and their four-year-old entered the theater and took a seat several rows up from us. I what? was paying attention, but as a preschool teacher, my wife was instantly irate that these parents just brought their child to this particular movie. Shortly oh. into the movie, a particularly grown-up scene began, and the child started laughing at what he had no business seeing in the first place. <gasps> my wife had enough, and she shouted across the theater, Take your kid to a kid's movie. <gasps> what? I would not be that brave. I would be thinking it, but I wouldn't be that brave. To say yeah, I, I'd be thinking it so hard that they would feel it in their brains <laughs> as if I had powers. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I, so she says, I'm not sure if, if she expected the parents to thank her for the advice, apologize and leave. But instead, what happened? The mom stood up, turned around, and screamed, Who said that? <laughs> <laughs> See, this is the thing about, about that, about movie etiquette. And the reason I don't go to movie theaters hardly at all is because mm. the people that are rude in movie theaters are just rude in general. 
And mm-hmm. so if you ask them to shut up, they will freak out on you. If yeah. you ask them to be quiet, if you ask them to stop clicking their pen or turn off their phone or quit flipping their flip-flops in and out of the daggum theater, they are going to go off on you because or they the are LBBs. Chair. They are yeah. living, breathing butt heads. And that's the, that's the sound we play when oh. we talk about them. And uh, so that's what happened here. Um, who said that? Mortified. We were both... Uh, we both tried to l- slide low on our seats, but it was too late. It was you in the glasses, she yelled at my <laughs> wife. Her husband, on the other hand, was was tugging at her arm, begging her to sit down. She, I, I have a feeling that this happens a lot for this husband. Wow. You know, She eventually sat down. We thought it was all over, but apparently she was just taking some time to build up her anger. After another 15 minutes or so, she got out of her seat, walked back, and sat directly across the aisle from us. Once seated, she Mm. proceeded to spend the rest of the movie informing my wife again and again that she would kick her butt after the movie for talking about my baby. Mm, Yes. Yeah. We We just sat still, silently begging the movie to end soon so we could get our butt whooping. Uh, you know what? Oh, see, that's the ironic part is who deserves to have their butt whooped? The mom that, right. that took the four-year-old to the R-rated movie. Yeah, know? that's triggered. But <laughs> that's why I don't believe in survival of the fittest at all. I believe in survival of the butthead. Because mm. even in the bird kingdom, you know, there, there could be this bird with these wonderful wings that just can outfly all the other birds. But then there's this bird that just has this attitude and he's just a jerk and he steals everybody's food <laughs> and the bird with the awesome wings dies because the jerk bird, the LBB bird took his family's food and his yeah. mate and his wow. children and he becomes the next generation. I of ugly mean birds. I don't see humanity getting better and better. I see us getting worser and worserer especially wow. at the English language. So anyway, if you on that, I, I'll, I'll, I'll go back to the story now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you mean it's not over? Once the movie was over, she got up and stormed out. And after the credits, <laughs> they waited to the credits. We're like, <laughs> give her plenty of time to get out of here. Uh, it was a Marvel movie. Oh, wait, no, it could have been because it was rated R. Uh, I there's probably another movie at the end. After the credits, we made our way to the lobby and were relieved that she wasn't there. We walked out on the sidewalk and a car in the parking lot suddenly stopped. Our friend from the movie opened a passenger door and began yelling at us over the roof of her car. Eventually, her her (laughs) husband got her back into the car and they drove off. My wife hadn't corrected someone's movie etiquette before and hasn't done it since. I'm so grateful I didn't have to break up a fist fight and try and I try to remind my wife of that moment as often as possible. Of course you do. (laughs) Oh, man. Because, yeah, I, I, righteous indignation is a hard thing to ignore. You know, when, yeah. when you're right and, and you know it and you want to fix it for somebody, because that was her heart. She didn't, yeah. she just wanted the kid not to be exposed to obviously stuff that was too over their heads. But you can't care more than the parents. I'm sorry. Mm. It just doesn't work that way. Thanks for the great show. It's yeah. fun to listen to with our kids. I can't wait for them to hear about how their mother tried to pick a fight <laughs> with a crazy mom back before we even had kids of our own. Nathan Stryker. 
Thank Man. you so much, Nathan, for your awesome story. And, and thank your wife, too, for standing up for kids. That's right. Just be careful because buttheads are buttheads, man. They don't stop being buttheads when you point it out. They actually escalate and become LDBs, yeah. full-blown. And try to steal your food. That's right. They they will do it. <laughs> the jerk, <laughs> jerk birds. I just jerk birds. I completely disproved evolution. Uh, even interspecies evolution right there in the show. So, so send your stories, email or audio to that story show at gmail.com. That story show.com is the website. Go check it out. It's got lots of links and stuff. Follow us on Twitter at that story show. Uh, review us in iTunes. It always helps. We have a lot of reviews, but we love reading recent reviews. So if that's how yeah. you found us, great. Go to Google and, and review us there or wherever you found us. Just review the heck out of us. It's, it's so great. Uh, if you want more great shows like this one, go visit NLCast.com. Currently, we have this show. We have The Gospel of Kennison, which is my personal audio journal. And we have Red School Bus, which is a great show. Um, thanks to our patrons uh, for your support. With special thanks to our producers, Jennifer Kennison, Eric Kube, Zane Estrada, James Spangler, Carrie Wright, Philip Ludens. And please become a patron today at patreon.com slash NLCast. And remember, when something weird, annoying, embarrassing, gross, or painful happens to you, don't get stressed, don't get depressed, and don't lay there in a frozen mess. Remember, (laughs) just think this belongs on That Story Show. We'll see you next week. Thank you so much, John. Thank you, James. A record-breaking episode. Or an ear-splitting episode, at least, because of my screaming. For some reason, I want toasted marshmallows. Oh, where's my thumb? <laughs> Real didn't use so. my thumb. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, real quick while I got you. Um, I got a bunch of new stickers in. And um, back in the day, when you sent a story in, John and I would vote. And we would vote for our favorite story, and we would send a sticker out to whoever that was. We want to change that and kind of bring it back, but make it better. Um, from now on, if we pick your story and you get a hold of us, uh, we'll send you a sticker. A that story show, a that story show sticker. Say that three times fast. So uh, send your story in, and if it gets read on the show, you get a sticker for free. How's that sound? All right, thanks. Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.